Chapter 20 Becca's house was huge, but made of tiny rooms, like a hotel or school. There was no open staircase or fireplace, no dining room or even a kitchen, at least not one that Colt could find, just room after doorless room of couches piled with clothing. Some rooms were filled with opened moving boxes and laundry baskets. The ceilings were all incredibly low. By this point, they had reached a third level. The hallway was made entirely of stairs that went up and down. It was very disorienting. Jeff was lagging behind them, inspecting the crooked black and white photos on the walls. There was carpet, but it seemed in the process of being installed or removed. Most of the walls were painted a chipped-away library red. Others were just gray. What few actual doors they passed were all stationary white. At one point, Colt saw a refrigerator, but no stove or sink, just a refrigerator in the center of an otherwise empty room. It was strange. Becca was leading him by the hand, and he watched the back of her head change color in the different passing lamplight. Sheets had been stapled up, blocking off certain rooms from view. Heavy metal music pulsated in different volumes and textures. Occasional voices moaned. A lot of the rooms were just pitch-black darkness. Colt was secretly hoping they would pass a bathroom soon. Coincidentally, so was Jeff, but neither asked. Every so often, a girl would walk past them, usually naked or almost naked, with blank, drugged-out expressions on their faces. Piles of clothing littered the floor, and cats ran in every direction like rats. Colt had to pay close attention as to not accidentally step on one. Most consuming of all was the heavy stench of dried sweat. Like an aquarium, the place had moss in its corners and leaves popping up between the floorboards. Colt hadn't seen a single window. They descended a short flight of steps in a curve to the left and then climbed an obscenely steep set curving to the right. The hallway narrowed further. Colt had to squeeze sideways. They'd been walking both up and down different flights of steps. Colt realized that they might be underground. He felt claustrophobic, and the grinding music and faceless moaning made him feel like he was entering a fictionalized hell. Like he'd died somewhere back on the road, and that this demon, with her crazy outfit, was leading him somewhere he should be afraid of. All the light bulbs seemed lit with actual fire, and the other girls started to float by like ghosts. The lights flickered. The walls moved closer. Colt looked down at his boots. He squeezed Becca's hand, and she turned and smiled at him. Then they made another sharp turn. They entered a hallway that ended at a single white door. Against the left wall, lining its bare wood floor, was a row of twelve men, all of them bearded and outfitted in denim and leather. 
They were younger, but gruff. Each one held a single, long-stemmed black rose. They all had their backs to the wall and snapped to attention as Becca looked them over. Some of the boys adjusted their hair or pulled gum from their pockets. They were single file, and the row of them led all the way to the closed white door. Colt and Jeff looked at each other, realizing that they had come upon some sort of waiting line. They both hoped it was for the bathroom, but when they noticed the mean looks the boys were giving them, especially Colt, who was wearing his uniform and holding hands with Becca, it occurred to them that this might be a different kind of waiting line. Becca squeezed at Colt's hand and pulled him along down the hall. Jeff walked off in another direction, muttering under his breath about having to take a piss. As Becca led Colt to the door, each of the boys would hold out their black flower silently with desperation in their eyes, lifting the rose as she passed before letting it fall back to their belt line unacknowledged. Not a single one said anything. It seemed to Colt like they were performing some kind of ritual, like the one he had to learn back at boot camp when the drill instructor entered a room, shoulders up, eyes forward. They reached the door. It had a tiny picture frame hanging in its center with a glossy photo of Dimebag Daryl inside of it. It had been cut from a magazine. Becca looked at Colt and smiled. This is my room, she said. Thank you.